might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. to get with a white woman because I was scared she might have me running down the street like Jonathan Majors. Not because I didn't like white women. I think white women are as great as any other women. But I'm not going to act like I'm not scared of them. I have a reason to be scared. You could be Kang the Conqueror and they could take your rabbit ass down in two weekends. And that's the truth of the matter. So I stayed away from that. Hey, you saw that black woman come get his charge cut in half? Thank you, Megan. Good. God bless you coming to save that slave. <laughs> if he'd had to be there by himself, he was getting awful. Guilty, 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 guilty. She came in there was just so beautiful. They had to knock half of it off. <laughs> bless his heart. Maybe I'm a conspiracy theory, but I thought Cat Williams said any time they make you into that position, part of that contract is you do understand whenever we want to take you down, we can, right? Part of giving you the world. First of all, they went around the world for two years straight telling any women that would listen that this was a good looking Negro. Mm -hmm. Since when? When did y'all start liking a big nose? And <laughs> when did y'all like a little head and a big jaw? When? Since when? That look like my daddy. When you start liking my daddy? You like black people's features like that? If this ugly nigga is good looking, then all niggas is good looking. <laughs> Anytime you see them telling you something you can't believe, just understand it's a play. And it don't matter. You're going to know it's a play as soon as they get in that position and think they're going to tell somebody something. No, you're not. No, you're not. Marvel will cancel you so f You won't be allowed to read a comic book. <laughs> what is you talking about? Ah, get out of here. Get out of here, ugly boy. Uh, yeah, they love fooling the people. <laughs> Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. We are twisted. Human beings are fucking twisted. We are lunatics. Right? Because we love blood and gore. At our core, deep down inside, we love that shit. Naturally, bruv, we love chaos. We love blowing shit up. We love blood and gore. We love disasters. We love that shit. We love seeing a motherfucker bleed. This is why when niggas are fighting, guess what? Yo, instead of stopping the fight, niggas pull out their phones. Because we love that shit. I saw a video of a little kid who was drowning, right? This video was shot here in South Africa. This kid was in a pool, right? And evidently, he's there with his family members, right? And his family members are just fucking dancing in and around the pool. And this kid just started fucking drowning, right? And some lady who was dancing on the side of the pool just stopped dancing, right? And told the person who was taking a video of people dancing to take a video of the drowning kid. Let that sink in, bruv. She was like, shoot that, shoot that! Right? We love that shit. We love seeing death. There's just something about it. Evidently, there's fucking art in that shit. 
I mean, look at these fucking lunatics in, um, in Gaza. Man, you can't tell me that some of those people aren't enjoying this shit. Right? They're enjoying this shit. They love the fact that their lives are like a fucking movie. Right? Their life is a movie. The fucking Gaza Strip is a disaster. And some of those people love that shit. Because that's what we do. We blow shit up and we love it. We love seeing chaos. We love seeing niggas die. We love that shit. That's what we do. Legit, bruv. I mean, bruv, think about it. When a piece of intellectual property, especially animated or cartoonish or kiddies intellectual property, PG intellectual property, when that shit hits the public domain, niggas want to flip it into a scary movie. <laughs> Why? Bruv, yo, niggas are out here trying to flip Steamboat Willie, aka Mickey Mouse, the original version of Mickey Mouse, into fucking Jigsaw. Right? Niggas, niggas wanna flip that motherfucker, bruv, into fucking Freddy or fucking Jackson, bruv. It's a shit show. Right? But we love that shit. We love being scared. We love fear. Right? Fear is our drug. We live and die by that shit. These are all fucking facts. We are addicted to being scared. We are addicted to blood and gore. Niggas turned Winnie the Pooh into the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right? Niggas flipped the fucking hundred acre woods into fucking Texas. It got bloody. All fucking facts, it got bloody, bruv. We are addicted to that shit. Right? The original version of Mickey Mouse now belongs to the streets. And niggas are losing their fucking shit. Niggas are out here just fucking writing garbage script after garbage script. This is what happened, bruv. This is why. This is why. Iconic characters or products or fucking figures, bruv. Yo, this is why they shouldn't belong to the streets. This is why speech of Vulavala, my crazy ass fucking neighbor from down the block, shouldn't be able to make his own Marvel movie or Mickey Mouse movie. This is why. Because when niggas think of movies, they automatically think of fucking Saw. They automatically think of fucking blood and gore, Texas Chainsaw Massacre type shit. This is why. Right? Because, bruv, that's who they are. <laughs> right? That's who they are, bruv. Dear Disney, how about, how about fight tooth and nail to keep Mickey Mouse? Okay, bruv? Fuck all of these fucking laws, bruv. Oh, oh, you can only own this IP for 90 years. Fuck that shit. How about if I created it, yo, I own it for life. How about that? I own it forever. That's how it should be. Right? If you make something, you should have the right to fucking own that thing forever because, bruv, only you, only you love that shit. Right? Only you truly fuck with that shit. We are just supporters. We are just fucking customers. We are fucking, hey, we are patrons. That's what we are. Right? We buy the fucking tickets. We go to Stan Kenico or fucking New Metro. We buy the subscriptions. We subscribe to fucking Netflix and Apple TV and all of this other garbage. That's what we do. We are consumers. We, we consume. You create. Right? Imagine a nigga owning the IP to this fucking podcast, bruv. I mean, bruh. What? <laughs> bruh. 
Yo, only I can do this shit. Only I can speak like this. Only I can execute like this. Only I, hey, only I can do this shit. Now imagine. <laughs> imagine a nigga trying to American Psycho my shit. <laughs> imagine an unfunny dummy trying to slender man my swag. <laughs> this is my art, isn't it? This is my fucking art. Only I can produce this shit. Only I can make this shit, bruv. I'm like the human body. I produce my own shit. And I own my own shit. Life is all about ownership. Generational wealth in it. No nope formed against my art shall prosper. No get out shall thrive in my fucking presence. No us shall fucking scoop up my shit, flip up my content. Topsy-turvy type shit, upside down type shit, Farago my life. Nah, we ain't doing that, innit? We ain't doing that, innit? <laughs> we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Okay, bruv, I own my shit. I own my shit 100%. I own my fucking trademark. <laughs> this is what I do. Okay, bruv, I own my shit forever. Listen, bruv, you cannot a quiet place me, bruv. Right? Amongst the goats is where you place me, bruv. <laughs> Amongst the fucking goats is where you place me. You can't, listen, you can't Lil St. James me, bruv. Ah, oh, scary hours, in it? Scary fucking hours, in it, bruv? You can't, ha, 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 you can't Lil St. James me, bruv. <laughs> Spooky hours, bruv. The only thing that belongs to the public domain is Epstein's list. So give that to the people, right? As a proud member of the people, I want to know who the fuck was there, bruv. Who was at the island? What the fuck were they doing, bruv? I want to know. Hey, Jeffrey Epstein, I want to know what made you cry. <laughs> right? I want to, hey, I want to know what made you happy. I want to know what made you sad. You were fucking human. You had a heart. This fucking guy had a heart. So I want to know. I want to know what moved you, bruv. I want to know what moved your low mushroom dick, bruv. I want to know what made you tingle, right? I want to know, bruv. I want to know how those little girls made you feel. I want to know. You were nasty fuck, and I want to know why you were a nasty fuck. I want to know who else is a nasty fuck. I want to know. I want to know because I'm a comedian, right? I'm a content creator. And, bruv, at this rate, I'm a fucking historian, right? Because, bruv, niggas in the future are gonna listen to this shit, bruv, right? They'll be out there studying the past, listening to this shit going, bruh, yo, 2018 was crazy. 2020 was fucking nuts. 2023 was fucking garbage, bruv. Niggas are gonna be studying this shit. They'll be studying 2024. They'll be, but yo, they'll be out there looking at 2024 through my eyes, right? They'll be studying this year via my voice. They're going to use my fucking voice, my vocal tracks as a fucking conduit to the past. I want to know, bro. <laughs> I 
what I fucking know, bruv. I have a question. It's simple. What the fuck was Stephen Hawking doing at Epstein's Island? I mean, come on, bruv. It's Stephen Hawking. Right? Oxford's own Stephen Hawking. Born and bred in Oxford, England, bruv. Stephen Hawking. The fuck? This fucking... What? We talking space, stars, nebulas, fucking satellites, moons, fucking planets. Bruv, that's what we are talking about. Stephen Hawking. Right? The fucking guy who inspired niggas like fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, the science guy, Stephen Hawking. The fuck? He was a paraplegic, innit? This nigga, bro, he was paralyzed from the fucking head down. I mean, bruv, nothing worked. The only thing that worked evidently was his brain and his fucking dick. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Right? The fucking brain and the balls and dick. That's it, innit? That's all that worked. The brain and the peace. That's it, bruv. Yo, ain't that fascinating? Ain't that, bruv, ain't that amazing? Huh? That, that everything can just stop working. Your entire body can just cease working. Right? But the brain and the dick, bruv, yo, they have a tight bond. Bruv, yo, get you a person who loves you as much as the brain loves the dick. Legit, bruv. Yo, our brains love our private parts. It's fucking insane. Our brains are obsessed with our private parts, bruv. It's fucking crazy. Ain't that, bruv, ain't that nuts? I mean, bruv, let that shit sink in, bruv. Let that shit sink in. But then again, bruv, who's making the fucking decisions? Huh? Our fucking dicks, the brain, or the gut? Huh? Huh? Who's making the fucking decisions, bruv? Our brains or gut bacteria? Bruv, who's in charge? Who am I? Are you you? Who the fuck are you? Are you your consciousness, bruv? While we are here, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is consciousness? Is it black matter? Is it dark matter? Bruv, what the fuck is it? Is it just air? Is it holy water? What the fuck is it? Are you your brain? Are you your fucking soul, your spirit? What the fuck are you? Are you your body? Or are you just bacteria? Huh? Our bodies are mostly bacteria. So, bruv, what the fuck are we? Are we just fucking megazords for these fucking pieces of shit? This fucking bacteria on our bodies or this bacteria that makes up our bodies? Are we just megazords for our bacteria? To fucking have a voice for our bacteria to live as one. What the fuck are we? What's a human being? <laughs> it gets, listen, it gets philosophical. <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> all the time. All the fucking time. Not once. Fuck once in a while. All the time. It gets philosophical. Who the fuck are we? Who's making all the decisions? But I digress. Our brains and dicks never stop working. Right? Our brains and dicks are like fucking slaves. They never stop working. <laughs> they never stop working. They're like failed niggas. Right? 
Always picking cotton, they never stop working. They're like fucking Uyghurs in China, they never stop working. Nike, where the fuck are you getting your cotton? H&M, where the fuck are you getting your cotton? Shein, where the fuck are you getting your cotton? Cotton on, where the fuck are you getting your cotton? Woolies, where the fuck are <laughs> these niggas now? Woolies, you know. Woolies fucks with, with Israel. Right? They bangs with Israel. Let's just listen. Let's just keep it a fuck. Right? Woolies is basically Israel. Right? Woolies embodies the fucking spirit of Benjamin, Benny Boy, Netanyahu, bruv. There's what it is, isn't it? Right? <laughs> Woolies embodies the spirit of BB Netanyahu, the goat. That nigga doesn't give a fuck, bruv. He wants to flatten Gaza. Meanwhile, South Africa is out here talking about, yo, these niggas are criminals. They're committing war crimes. How about your friends in Russia are doing the same shit? Dear Cyril Ramaphosa, Russia is doing exactly what Israel is doing to Gaza, to Ukraine. Okay, bruv, and pray for my dog, Alexei Navalny. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, bruv. Where the fuck is Alexei? Where the fuck is he? Now, Vladimir, hey, 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 cut the shit. Right, I see you out here fucking smiling from ear to ear. Shaking Mohammed bin Salman's hand, bruv. Yo, these niggas have officially joined BRICS, by the way. Saudi Arabia has officially joined BRICS. I think Iran has also joined. I mean, I mean, you know. The expansion is here. Right? Argentina was like, nah, nah, listen, we, we ain't doing that. Right? Argentina's president is a wild fucking boy. He's out here kissing his girlfriend. On a public platform. He don't give a fuck. Hey, they voted a lunatic into power. However, this nigga, bruv, yo, some of the things he says, listen. Listen. Some of the things he says make perfect sense. Okay, bruv? He has adopted austerity measures in Argentina. And listen, bruv, Argentina has to go through that shit. All fucking facts. They have to go through that shit. Right? Because these niggas have been out here just fucking spending all willy-nilly, right? Argentina is a fucking welfare state. And this nigga's like, listen, we cannot sustain this shit. Javier Millet doesn't give a fuck. He's like, listen, I don't give a fuck, but I do. Right? I don't care, but I do. Now watch me tongue kiss a fucking pop star. On live TV. I don't. Listen. I don't give a fuck about you. But I do. Right. We can't continue like this. I can't. Hell. I can't be out here fucking subsidizing everything you niggas do. You motherfuckers are old. You niggas aren't babies. I can't be out here subsidizing your lives all day or dead day. Motherfuckers are protesting and shit now. Right. Meanwhile. Javier Malay is out here tongue kissing a singer. On live TV. He don't give a fuck. And listen, I love that shit. Because he doesn't care. But he does. Right? Now, bruv. What the fuck do we have in South Africa? <laughs> Niggas are out here talking about voting this year. Right? Listen, bruv. Telling people to vote when there's nobody to vote for is insane to me. Okay? That's a sign 
of insanity. That's a sign of low IQ. Bruv, yo, you niggas have low IQs. Okay, bruv? Every single person who tells people to vote when there's nobody to vote for, you niggas are dumb fucks. Okay? Niggas be out here talking about, yo, people died for your right to vote, Maui. Listen, I get it. Right? I fucking get it. Niggas died for my right to vote. But, bruv, who the fuck should I vote for? Telling people to vote. <laughs> right? In an environment where there's nobody to vote for, really, it's silly. Okay, I get it. My vote is important. We live in a democratic country that relies on voting. The voting system, bruv, hey, fucking incredible, fucking amazing. However, we have proved time and time again that voting doesn't work, right? The ANC has been in power for over 30 years. Now, my question is, if not the ANC, then who? Right? They're fucking up, yeah. <laughs> the ANC, bruv, these niggas, these niggas are gifted at lying. I have never seen a political party lie as much as the ANC. And listen, bruv, I have seen the Democrats in America. Okay? I've studied how those niggas move. Those niggas are incredible liars. <laughs> right? Hey, Bill Clinton, you on the list, by the way. Right? Willie Boy, Billy Boy is on the fucking Epstein list. Bruv, hey, I fucking digress. He's been on it. We've been known it. Hey, we're here now. Who the fuck should we vote for? The ANC, these niggas are apex liars. Nobody lies. At the fucking ANC's level. These niggas are a different breed of liar. It's fuck. It's insane. For example. Right. The minister of electricity. Along with the minister of transportation. For some weird reason. Along with the fucking president. They pulled up and said that. Listen. By 2024. There won't be any fucking load shedding in South Africa. The minister of electricity took his talents. Right. <laughs> to a fucking, hey, to a, to a mainstream TV show hosted by Dalimpofu's son, right? Man, I, I don't know his real name, right? I know his rapper name. His rapper name is uh, Vice Versa, right? This fucking guy took his talents to Vice Versa's show, right? And he said, listen, load shedding is going to come to an end on Christmas Eve, on the 24th of December, load shedding will officially end. The 24th of December, 2023, by the way. Right? Think about it. The 24th has already happened. The 24th is in the past. <laughs> right, right, right. The 24th is in the past. What's the fucking date? Check your fucking calendar, bruv. What's the date. The date is the 8th of January, 2024. And load shedding is still a thing. Right? Bruv, this is who we've got in South Africa. We've got liars in power. Don't we all, though? 
every fucking country has fucking liars in power. And now niggas are advising motherfuckers in the United Kingdom, right? If if they're under 50, oh, bruh, they're advising them to leave, right? Fucking experts, political experts are advising young people in the United Kingdom to leave the United Kingdom. FYI, by the way, but I digress yet again. This is who we've got in South Africa. We've got liars in power. But my question is, if not them, who? Who? We've got figures like Bonang Mateba out here telling people to vote. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you for that, for that fucking unsolicited piece of advice. But bruv, yo, who should we vote for? Dear Bonang, who should I vote for? As a young South African man, right, with a young family, who should I vote for? I'm only 31 years old. I'm turning 32 in a couple of fucking months. Bruh, who the fuck should I vote for? My kid is turning one in a couple of months. Who the fuck should I vote for? My wife is turning 32 in August. Who should we vote for? Huh? Bruv, by the end of this year, my family is going to have a combined age of 65. <laughs> Bruv, we fucking young. Who should we vote for? Because it's not enough to just tell young people to go and vote without telling them who to vote for or without nudging them in the right direction. Who the fuck should we vote for? Bruv, yo, look at all of these fucking political parties. Study the ANC's opposition, right? Them niggas move and behave just like the ANC. There's no difference between the EFF and the ANC. There's no difference between the ANC and the DA. There's no difference between the fucking patriotic alliance and the ANC. There's no difference between Action SA and the ANC. All of these niggas are the same person. <laughs> right? All of them. They are the same fucking person. All of these niggas are criminals. All of these niggas are looters. All of these niggas are fucking liars. Who should we vote for? There's no difference between Umkonto Esizwe and the ANC, bruv. Um conto was the ANC's military arm. I, I mean, hey, guys, what are we talking about? There's no difference between MK and the ANC. They are the same shit. These niggas are the same fucking person. Look at them, study them, study how they behave, right? These niggas only look out for themselves. All of these motherfuckers are selfish, right? All of them. They are all fucking selfish. These niggas are trying to secure generational wealth, right? Now ask yourself, bruv, why would, why would a guy like Cyril Ramaphosa, why would he help you to secure generational wealth? When he has his own fucking progeny to look out for. Who the fuck are you? He doesn't know you. Right? He doesn't fucking know you. He doesn't care about you, bruv. He only cares about his family. But then again, bruv, don't we all? 
Don't we all only care about ourselves and our families? Right? Who gives a fuck about the world? Right? As long as your family is good, we all care about our people and ourselves. It's all about self-preservation, isn't it? Survival of the fittest, isn't it? Right? It's all fucking Darwinian thinking. This is why we are here today. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody cares about the fact that you are homeless. Nobody cares about the fact that you are an orphan. Right? Oh, my mama left me an orphan. My papa left me an orphan. Nobody gives a shit about that. Right? Niggas only care about themselves. It's all about the self. Right? It's all about the family. It's all about just keeping it in the family. It's all about keeping it at home. Keeping it in your fucking circle. Nobody cares about you. Right? Niggas got kids, niggas got wives, niggas got side chicks, niggas got fucking legacies to work on. Nobody cares about you. So, bruv, please tell me who to vote for. Who the fuck should we vote for? As South Africans, who's going to change our country for the better? Who? Show me that person. Right? Niggas be like, oh, Gaten McKenzie. And I'd be like, have you heard Gaten McKenzie speak? Is he smart? Sure. He's a smart guy. But have you truly heard him? Like, listen to his words. <laughs> if you vote that man into power, South Africa is going to be Cuba. Okay, bruv? We are going to become Cuba. If you vote in Julius Malema, we are going to become Zimbabwe. Now, what's the difference between Cuba and Zimbabwe? Absolutely nothing. Right? Study these people. Don't just yappity yap yap yap, bruv. We have Jacob Zuma out here singing Mshinwam everywhere he goes. Rocking and umkonto where seas were shirt. It's a fucking disgrace. Right? This country is a shit show. Our politics are a shit show. But then again, I digress. Right? I've been saying this shit, bruv. This podcast needs to be called The Great Digression. This is, listen, it is right there. The name is right there. If you want it, you can have it. The name is right there because might as well. It's just fucking dope, innit? Might as well. Hey, might as well just take it. Right? The Great Digression. I fucking digress. I digress. Hey, Russia, Vladimir, where the fuck is Alexei Navalny? Where the fuck, bruv, where the fuck is Alexi, bruv? Listen, I'm reading a whole bunch of fucking shit. Like, oh, he's here, he's over there, he's in this prison. Bruv, where the fuck is he? Huh? Alexi Navalny pulled up <laughs> over the festive season, right, in December. He pulled up and he said, don't worry about me. Ah, I'm worried. <laughs> right? I'm worried because word is... Alexei Navalny is in an Arctic prison. I mean, brah, what? Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny has taken to social media to tell his supporters not to worry about him. Brah, we can't help it. We can't, we can't help it. You are, hey, bruv, you are our Nelson Mandela. 
right? How y'all trying to Liana, ain't it? How y'all trying to Liana? Ain't it fascinating how rough a nigga's body can just stop working? However, be passive, it's any rough, but I digress. Kremlin critic. Alexei Navalny has taken to social media to tell people like me, his fucking supporters, not to worry about him. I'm worried. Right? Reappearing for the first time since December 6th, he confirmed his arrival at an Arctic prison and said that he was in good spirits. Bruh, I get happy. I get happy. His team had no contact with him while he was being moved from another jail to the east of Moscow. Considered Vladimir Putin's most vocal opponent. Bruv, me too. Okay, bruv? I'm Vladimir Putin's most vocal opponent, bruv. Listen, nobody fucks with him, bruv. All fucking facts, but I fucking digress. Considered Vladimir Putin's most vocal opponent, Mr. Navalny has been imprisoned since 2021. Bro, damn it. It's been that long? It's been fucking three years. I mean, bro, yo. But by whole in it, bro. Yo, ain't it fascinating how a nigga's body can just shut down? <laughs> a nigga's body can just shut down. Impa, be better, ain't it? Be better, brother. Hey, writing on X. Formerly known as Twitter. Now nah, we still call it Twitter. Right? That he was the new Santa. Mr. Navalny confirmed on Tuesday. Well, this is like, you know, back in the days now. Right? This is last year's shit. Right? That he had been moved to the IK3 penal colony nicknamed Polar Wolf. I mean, what? 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 They shipped this nigga to a penal colony nicknamed Polar Wolf in the northern town of Kop, some 1,900 kilometers northeast of Moscow. They shipped this nigga to his fucking casket. Let's just call it what it is. They shipped him to one of the coldest places in the world. Bruh, yo, pray for my dog, Alexei Navalny. I say all of that to say, Cyril Ramaphosa, what Israel is doing to Gaza, Russia is doing to Ukraine. Okay, bruv? Now cut the shit. Hey, cut it! Bruh, you need to cut it! Cut the shit, innit? Niggas out here talking about bricks, so it has expanded. It has happened. Right? Niggas out there smiling, bruv, laughing, right? Grinning, bruv. It's a fucking disgrace. Who should we vote for? Because telling the kids to go out there and vote just because they can is irresponsible. Okay? You can't just vote just because. J-U-S-T. No. You can't, right? In order for one to be an incredible voter, he or she must understand the country's political landscape. You have to know who's who in this fucking zoo. Political literacy is important. You can't just vote in jail just because you can. Go out there and vote. For who? And why? <laughs> Look at these kids. They don't know anything about politics. 
Right? So these niggas are going to continue voting for the status quo because that's all they know. We all grew up in families that supported the ANC. So these niggas are going to support the ANC because that's how it works. That's all they know. They don't know anything about politics. All they know about politics is what they've been told by their parents. That, hey, the ANC freed black people in South Africa. Therefore, continue voting for the ANC. These niggas are politically illiterate. They don't know anything about politics. So it's important to teach the kids that, number one, politics, hey, Listen, they're a dirty game. Number two, voting is important. Number three, teach them that if they want to be impactful voters, they need to arm themselves with information. They need to understand the political system. They need to understand the laws that govern us. They need to understand why the country is where it's at today. Right? And that shit doesn't just happen just by reading Twitter, just by following Cesar Zomo and fucking Vusi Tembeguayo. Like, bruv, that doesn't just happen. These kids need to arm themselves with information. And, bruv, I'm here to tell the kids that there's nobody to vote for. Okay, bruv? They need to take it from me, a nigga who studies this shit day in, day out. There is nobody to vote for. Okay, bruv? We are in a political stalemate. The country is not moving forward politically, economically, bruv, racially. I mean, bruv, to listen... This country is falling apart. The country is busting by the fucking seams. There's nobody to vote for. We failed. As a people, as a country, as a nation, we failed. Okay, bruv? We failed to create competent people. We failed to be a country that generates competent, responsible leaders. We failed, right? And niggas like myself, bruv, I should be in politics. On God and G.O.D., bruv, yo, cut the fucking jokes. I should be in politics, right? A kid like myself should be in politics, right? I should be one of the new leaders of this fucking country, but I can't because the old God would kill me, right? Niggas like me, niggas who want to serve the people, Niggas who don't care about the bag. Niggas who don't care about fucking trips to Bora Bora. Bruv, niggas like me, we get murked. Because we don't want to fucking sip pina coladas. Right? <laughs> At the fucking Caribbean. Bruv, niggas like me get killed. We get murked. Because I don't want to own Angole cows. I'm fine living in a one-story house because it's enough. Niggas like me get killed because we don't have grandiose dreams. Because we don't want to take over the world. We get killed. We get murked. Because niggas look at us and say, This nigga, ngwele ngwele, he thinks he's better than us. Because he doesn't want to fuck Michali. Because he doesn't want to drive a Lamborghini. Right? They're going to go, yo, they're going to say, Maui Mouth thinks he's better than us. Because this nigga doesn't want a fucking Rolex. 
He's fine, chilling with his family, playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PS5. God damn it. God damn it. Niggas like me should be in politics, but bruv, I'm out here playing PlayStation 5. <laughs> right? Bruv, listen. Listen. PS5 or die. Okay? PS5 or die. PS5 or none, innit? Right? Hey, South Africa, we all saw that video. I mean, Jesus. We all saw that video of that chick. Who decided to spoil um, her boyfriend? Right? And she was like, hey, listen, I saved up some money. And then we pulled up to Incredible Connection, which is, you know, a tech, you know, uh, store in South Africa. They sell everything, you know, PS5s, laptops, blah, blah, right? And um, she took this guy to Incredible Connection and she, uh, she was like, hey, bruv, choose whatever. Whatever you want. It's your fucking birthday. Whatever you want. I'll buy it. Right? And of course, like, er, nigga, right? Hey, er, nigga, wants a PS5. And this nigga was like, hey, I want that. I want that white beast over there, bruv. Give me that black and white thing, bruv, looking like piano keys, isn't it? Bruv, give me that thing. Right? This nigga chose a PS5. And uh, this girl was like, hey, buddy, uh, I saved up some money, however, I didn't save up PS5 type of money. The PS5 in South Africa is around 13000 right? For the stock version without games, right? Which is with one controller, right? The basic stock version. It's around 13,000 rands, which is plus minus 1,000, right? Uh, USD, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, maybe even less, maybe 600 USD now with the fucking exchange rate, 600, 400, somewhere there, right? But I fucking digress, <laughs> right? This nigga chose a PS5 and this chick was like, hey, I don't have PS5 money. Evidently, she had saved around 8,000, 8,000 rands. She didn't have PS5 money. However, she still wanted to get this man a console. And by the way, the guy was like, listen. Listen, I'm, I'm willing to top up. I'm willing to add a couple of grands, right? To cover the fucking difference so that we can buy the PS5. And the chick was like, nah, we ain't doing that, right? You are getting a console today, bruv. Whether it's a PS5, PS4, Xbox, it don't matter. You are leaving here, right? With a console. However, however, that console is not going to be a PS5 because a PS5 is fucking 13,000 and I don't have 13,000. And the guy was like, listen, I'm willing to cover the difference. And the bitch was like, no, no, I only have 8,000 and that's all we are spending because bruv, this is my gift to you. This bitch, bruv, she basically forced this guy to get... An Xbox Series S. Ah! <laughs> this nigga wanted a PS5. <laughs> and all he got 
was a Series S. Bruv, that's like pulling up to the dealership and going, hey, give me that, give me that Porsche. Right? Give me, give me that Porsche. And then somebody going, nah, you can't have that Porsche. Hey, but, but, you can have a Honda. Hey, you can have a Honda Civic. Bruh, bruh, this bitch got this guy, this poor fucking guy, an Xbox Series S. Bruh, that shit gave me nightmares for days. Okay, bruh, and fam, I'm a PS5 owner. I'm a proud PlayStation 5 owner. And that shit gave me... Unbelievable. Unbe unbelievable. And this bitch documented the whole thing. She put up that video on TikTok. The whole fucking country. Fuck it. The whole world saw that shit. They forced this nigga to get an Xbox Series S. Now, don't get me twisted. Right? The Series S is a good system. But... It is not a PS5. Nor is it an Xbox Series X. Bruv, at the bare minimum, buy the X. Right, get the Series X. At the bare man, however, the Series X, I'm pretty sure, right, is also around 13000 Right? And this nigga offered. This nigga was like, listen, you already have 8000 How about, let me fucking sprinkle 5K on it. Let me, hey, let me fuck, let me salt bay 5,000 on that bitch. And listen, we are going to walk out of here with a PS5. Let me sprinkle some of that shit. Let me salt bay that bitch. Let me cover the difference. Let me bridge the gap. And the bitch was like, no, I'm spoiling you today. I'm the fucking captain now. Right? Pray for my dogs, bruv. My niggas are suffering out here, bruv. Right. And listen, fam, listen, you know, I showed my wife that video and I was like, yo, have you ever received the best and worst gift of all time at the same time in one? Like this gift is the best and the worst at the same time. Right. It is the best because somebody you love saved up so much money to get you a console, bruv. But. But it is the worst because it is not the console that you want. Right? It is not the console that the world wants. The world wants a PS5. I see these fucking Xbox dudes going, ah, but the Xbox is good. Oh, Game Pass. Oh, they live and die by Game Pass. Oh, my God. Game Pass. Oh, oh you can play all these games first day. Oh, I played Halo when it dropped. On PlayStation Plus. Nah, we can't do that. We can't play games when they drop on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, because because PlayStation games have something called value. Okay, bruv? Who gives a fuck about Forza? Oh, it is one of the best games ever made. Oh, look at the graphics. Oh, my God. The graphic fidelity of Forza is incredible. Who gives a fuck? Who cares about that? Now, huh? we've got God of War, <laughs> right? Oh, oh, Halo! Oh my God, Halo Infinite, bro! 
gives a fuck about Halo. <laughs> we got we've got Insomniac Wildin'. Niggas be out here talking about the leak. Ah, everything has leaked. Insomniac. Oh my god. Everything has gone horribly for Insomniac. Sony's golden child, bruv. We still gonna buy the games. Leak or not, we still gonna play Wolverine when it drops. We are gonna wait for the next Spider-Man to drop proper. Right? Who gives a fuck about leaks? Bruv, Grand Theft Auto 6 leaked. Nobody gives a fuck. It is still gonna break all of the fucking records. Right? Who cares about Xbox Game Pass? PlayStation Plus is good. We're cool with that shit. And bruv, if we want the latest shit, we'll buy it. Because we are willing to. Okay, niggas be all your fucking waxing poetically about teraflops and fucking GPUs and CPUs and SSDs. Who gives a fuck about frame rates? Who cares about refresh rates? Who, who gives a fuck about that shit? We want the PS5. It's that simple. Okay? The PS5 is man's best friend. You niggas took away our fucking pit bulls. Okay, bruv? You motherfuckers, y'all took away the dogs. Y'all took away the fucking dogs. Y'all took away the pits. Oh, 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 oh. We miss our fucking dogs. Y'all took away the pits. Y'all took away the bullies. Now all we've got, all we have is the fucking PlayStation 5. That's all we've got. Okay, bruv, we want the PS5. Is that too much to ask? Is that, bruv, we get it. We've got, we've got expensive taste. Man, we real, oh, 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 oh. We've got expensive fucking taste. But bruv, yo, yo, listen. Don't blame us because we ain't to fly shit. Don't judge us because we ain't to fly shit. Women can just pop into fucking Mr. Price. And walk out with fucking bags and bags and bags of shit. Just by spending 400 bucks. We can't do that. Men can't do that. Bruv, yo, Spider-Man 2 is like 1,300 bucks. What? God of War is like 1,300 bucks. Final Fantasy 7 Remake is around 1,700. And bruv, listen. There's a new Final Fantasy releasing next month. It's called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And that shit looks incredible. Am I getting it? Of course. The fuck I look like. I have a PS5. Right? I have a PS5. I got it. Bruv, pray for my dogs who ain't got PS5s. Pray for my dogs who ain't got Xboxes. But bruv, hey. We weren't supposed to be out here playing PS5s. We were supposed to be out there, right, securing the future of this country. But because these old niggas are going to kill us, hey, guess what? We at home, right? Playing God of War, playing Ratchet and Clank at the age of 32. Bruv, video games are incredible. Legit. Video games are amazing. Fam, listen. Talking about video games, bruv. 
during uh, the festive season, fam, like, yo, yo, niggas were out here just fucking delivering shit to my crib. I was out here buying shit online, right? Video games, food, all of that. Bruv, I'd like to take this moment to thank niggas who don't have lives. Thank you. <laughs> Legit, bruv, hey, I'd like, I'd like to thank niggas without families, right? These, bruv, niggas without families, they're like doctors without borders, <laughs> right? Bruv, what they do is as important as all of these fucking doctors who ain't got any borders. You can't contain them. They fucking wild, right? Bruv, niggas without families are fucking incredible. Bruv, over the festive season, when niggas were fucking delivering food, snacks, right? Like diapers to my crib. I was like, yo, it's the festive season. Everybody's gone. Everybody is gone on fucking holiday. Niggas are spending time with their families. However, these niggas, these niggas are still delivering, still working. Right? Bruv, yo, I realize that niggas without families are the lifeblood of our fucking economy, community, aka society. Legit, niggas without families are important to every single economy on this fucking planet. They keep everything going. They are fucking essential, bruv. Yo, dear niggas without families, thank you for being incels. We appreciate it, bruv. Yo, thank you for taking the black pill. I fucking, listen, I appreciate it. Because when niggas like myself, right, when niggas with families were out here fucking hugging their kids, right, making love to their wives, some of us were out here fucking taking trips, right? Flying around to this country, that country, eating this, eating that, bruv. When niggas, right, with families were out here just having a good time. Niggas without families were out there just fucking carrying this fucking economy on their backs, on their shoulders, bruv. They are the reason why we are here today. Niggas without families are the reason why, yo, everything is still normal, right? Nothing fell apart over the festive season. Yo, bruv, it's all because of niggas who don't have families. Salute. I'm fucking grateful. Thank you for not having a family. Thank you for not fucking, right? Thank you. Legit, bruv, you ain't got, listen, you ain't got no fucking burdens. You ain't got no kid, right? You ain't got no wife. Listen, I love my kid. I love my wife. Hey, I'm happy. I'm fucking grateful that I have a family. But you, you should be grateful as well. You should be grateful that you ain't got a family. You should be grateful that you don't have a support structure, bruv. That shit is beautiful. Because that shit... Allows you to be a servant. It allows you to serve the fucking country. Right? You are like, listen. You are like the human brain and the dick. Right? You continue working when nobody else is working. When nothing else is working. Bruv, yo, ain't that amazing? Right? That a nigga, bruv, a nigga's body can just be frozen for life. A nigga can't fucking pop and lock. <laughs> a nigga's hips can't lie, bruv. Yo, this nigga can't move shit. 
Ain't it fascinating that a nigga's body be out here playing red light, green light, red light, green light, green light, red 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 light forever? Nigga's body is stuck on the red light forever. However, his brain and dick still works. Ain't that amazing? Huh? Bruv, look at Mother Nature at work. Stephen Hawking's brain and penis still worked, evidently. This nigga was out here participating in freak-offs. I mean, at Lil St. James, Lil St. James, pray for Lil St. James, Jesus fucking Christ, bro, yo, Stephen, yo, listen, to the girl, right, who allegedly sucked and uh, fucked Stephen Hawking, listen, you did the Lord's work, okay, bro, you are going to heaven, okay, the gates of heaven are wide open for the likes of you. Legit, bruv, you are one of the few people who are actually going to see God. Who are actually going to fucking hug Jesus and the Holy Ghost. Bruv, I was in a room a couple of days ago. A room that has a picture of my father. And I was carrying my son in it. My father is dead. And I was like, oh shit. Look at that. <laughs> You've got the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. All in one room, bruv, listen. <laughs> if you fucked Stephen Hawking, you are going to see the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. On fucking God. That's what you are going to see. You are going to see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost of Tsushima. Because it's PS5 or Unalive. If I were the devil. If I were the devil. If I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population. But I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in 
how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. son is out here brushing his teeth. My kid and I have teeth. He's got four teeth. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? I'm out here teaching him how to count. Right? Math is important. Numbers are important. Feel me? It's the number four, Bubba. They've got four fish in there. Listen to this shit, Bubba. One. Bars in it. Bars. Got four fish in the tank. It's a beautiful thing. Gotta teach my kid math. Still on four, Baba. Still on four. Gotta teach my kid math. And he's out here brushing his teeth. He's out here taking care of himself. Math and hygiene, innit? Those things are key, bro. Can't be out here chilling with a dirty ass kid. Doesn't even know how to count. Teach your kids how to count. I just bought a whiteboard, by the way. I bought my kid a whiteboard. I'm a full-blown teacher. Okay, bruv? I told you, niggas. My aura is edifying. Let's move on to five. After four, we have five. Count with me to the number five. 
Key in it. Four. Gotta teach your kids already. Let's teach your kids how to move. One. Right? In a room full of dirty vultures. These vultures are dirty, bro. Because these vultures are white. I mean, y'all heard what, uh, what Tom Segura said. Right? Niggas don't use white uh, uh, washcloths. Niggas be out here washing their fucking bodies with their bare hands. Bare hands. Niggas are dirty in it. It's all good though, right? Buy a washcloth, take care of yourself, do better, love yourself, love your kids, love your family, in it. Life is crazy. A few days ago, I stepped out of the studio. I thought the podcast was done, but evidently I was wrong, in it. Immediately after stepping out of the studio, America just got just got blown to smithereens. By Cat Williams Right Cat Williams pulled up Just just preaching Dropping facts Questioning everything Questioning everybody Exposing everybody From Kevin Hart To Steve Harvey Nobody was safe Right This nigga has Has these niggas After five we've got six This nigga has these niggas Spinning out of control Like a character from Beyblade Isn't it it's crazy, bro. He's got the whole world in his hands at this rate. He's a god. Right? He's a god. Here's what it did. Facts are facts. You know? Hollywood is dirty, bro. And evidently, Cat Williams ain't lied. Cat Williams was out here just dropping facts. <clears throat> right? Something's blocking my throat. After six, we've got seven. <clears throat> got a bit of phlegm in there, innit? <clears throat> Just woke up, so you know, forgive me. It's a new week, you know. Hey, Baba, don't be flailing like that. You'll end up stabbing me with this toothbrush, you know, or stabbing yourself. Okay, I think he's done. He's done with the brush, you know. My baby boy, bro. After seven, we have eight. So Cat Williams just pulled up and he was out here just wilding, right? Dropping facts. I love it. I love it. He was on Club Station. He killed it. So, yeah. Everybody's going to be talking about it though this week. So, you know, all I want to say is uh, salute to Cat Williams. Uh, We appreciate it. After eight, we have nine. You know, we appreciate the honesty. Right, as brutal as it is, he's he's fucking brutally honest, and I appreciate that. It's a beautiful thing. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, all I'm gonna say is, oh, oh, he ain't spat no lies. This nigga just dropped facts, nothing but facts. You know, everything has fucking proof behind it. So it's, it's a beautiful thing, and it. Arsenal lost to Liverpool after nine, Baba. We have ten. Arsenal lost to Liverpool. You know, even though we play better. We, we, we legit cannot defend free kicks and corners anymore. We can't defend dead balls anymore. Like we, it's a disaster. It's just falling apart. You know, but I, I guess we'll figure it out. So it is what it is. You know, America's on fire. Niggas had ghost aliens in Miami. Let that sink in. Ghost aliens. 
After 10, we have 11. They had ghost aliens in Miami, bro. And I was like, well, these niggas been having an alien over there. His name is Lionel Messi. He's been there. But evidently, this was serious. And niggas out here claiming that kids were, were playing with fireworks. Oh, nothing to worry about that. I was like, okay, then why do y'all have 50,000 police there, bro? After 11, we've got 12. They had 60,000 police cars over there, bro. You know? A billion. There's a billion cops. The entire Miami police force was there. I, I was like, damn, well, why is everybody there? It's wild, isn't it? But more life, more everything. You know, Johannesburg was underwater. It flooded. After 12, we have 13. Yeah, bro, the Johannesburg CBD flooded. I mean, you know, what more can I say? You know, what more can I say? It's, it's a shit show over here, bro. So, uh, go out there and vote. You know, even though I'm not gonna tell you, you know, for who, but go out there and vote. Or I'm gonna keep it vague, like everybody. Vote. You have the right to vote. Niggas are dumb. Telling people to go out there and vote. After 13, we have 14. Telling people to go out there and vote without telling them who to vote for is just asinine, isn't it? But it is what it is. Everything is asinine around us. Just look around it. It's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. Happy New Year, South Africa. Happy New Year, South Africa. All the best for the New Year, South Africa. All the best for 2024, South Africa. We are going to win this one. Yes, we're going to win it. What are we winning? Yes, we're going to win Homeland Security and getting South Africa right. South Africa is right, Rudy. Okay, Doc. Just, uh, just asking that we need to fix our country. By all means. Yeah, of course. South Africa is right, but we still fix it anyway. Thank you so much, Doc. Happy New Year, South Africans. Cheers. Wow. <laughs> cheers, Doc. Say cheers, Doc. Cheers, Rodi. <laughs> the new drug on the streets of South Africa, pink cocaine, or also known as 2C on the Cape Flats, has now been found in the Western Cape and Gauteng. This is according to anti-drug activists Alvino January and Donovan Mini, who run a rehabilitation center here in Gauteng. So we received a phone call from a family in the Western Cape in Worcester saying that they have a son that is on drugs and they desperately need help for him. And a day after they drove him to our rehab center and when he got there he was very, very strange. His behavior was very, very awkward. It's the first time that we receive a patient that was acting in that fashion where he was hallucinating. He, he didn't eat for uh, like seven days and he, he slept like almost for six days. 
And when we had a counseling session with him, he confessed that he was using this drug called Tusi. I think it's the street name in the Western Cape. We call it the Tusi. And he, he got so hooked and he was behaving in a very, very strange manner. And he said he, he, he got addicted to that drug. So what makes it more dangerous is we cannot predict uh, the reaction of the patient that is using it. And it makes it more dangerous because now that you find it in grassy park, you know, know it's on a street level. And once drugs gets on a street level, it gets distributed very easily. We had a guy in our center that is from the East End. He said to us that he saw it on the street, but he never used it. We never had a patient from Johannesburg used it. But we had someone that said they saw it on the streets of Johannesburg as well. Washcloths are for poor people. Yeah. So. Yeah. I only have one friend use washcloths. And when she would stay with me, she'd say, can I have a washcloth? And I said, I don't have washcloths. Yeah. There's no washcloth. Use your hand, dummy. I remember the, I really do remember the first time I crashed at a, a poor friend's house. And then <laughs> he handed over like a towel for after no, the shower no. and then a bar soap. And then a little one. I go, what's the little towel? And he goes, a washcloth. And I go, <laughs> I threw it back at him. I'm like, I'm good. And he was like, uh. Was I clubbing with my baby father yesterday? Yes. Did I got dicked down yesterday? Absolutely, baby. I'm not gonna put my y'all can use your rose on New Year's Eve. I need some dick for New Year's Eve. I feel like we was vibing yesterday. We had a good time. We was henny down. Good day, all, and happy New Year. This is a matter of national security. The incumbent fifth president, Matamela Cyril Ramaphosa, is called by Lieutenant Commander Sylvester Volani Madala Mangolele to Gordons Bay in terms of Section 34 of the Constitution and the law at Section 101 of the Defense Act to appear before the officer commanding of South African Naval College in Gordons Bay in 48 hours. In 48 hours, I do this to save you the embarrassment of applying Section 35 of the Constitution and the law at Section 40 of the Criminal Procedure Act to arrest you as a deadline in critical capabilities of state through immediate directed interventions as mandated by an Act of Parliament. I am asking you to redirect all your resources and everything to the law that you have written, the law that all people must follow, and the law that you are failing to uphold, you are declining to defend, you are disrespecting it as the Constitution and the law. I am a soldier, force number 9904046MC. You will understand that I hold a permanent commission that only the president may cancel in terms of Section 543A of the Defense Act. I do what I am doing right now in service and defense of my country and its people in accordance with the Constitution and the law and with honor, dignity, courage and integrity. Let us all be true to our functions of office. You must understand it to be true that I have just told my children, Nyiko Mangolele and Aluta Songelwa, that their father is the incumbent sixth president. And the incumbent fifth president is hereby effectively called upon to come and show cause in terms of Section 34 of the Constitution and Section 101 of the Defense Act. We are not playing games anymore. We must drive and lead this country in accordance with the Constitution and the law. 
and the South African National Defense Force is the last line of defense when all organs of state fails, as they have failed to ensure that the national anthem is less the terms let us live and strive for freedom in South Africa, our land, being replaced with the terms let us live and enjoy freedom in the universe, our home. You must understand it to be true that to live and enjoy freedom is to fulfill an obligation at section 9.2 of the Constitution. It is not to be doing something that Lieutenant Commander Mangolele likes or any other person likes. It is only to fulfill the obligations imposed in terms of Section 9.2 of the Constitution, which the state must respect, protect, promote, and fulfill. And you, incumbent President Ramaphosa, you have failed to uphold, defend, and respect that equality includes the equal and full enjoyment of all rights and freedoms as obligated in terms of Section 9.2 of the Constitution. And you understand it to be true very well that Section 237 of the Constitution imposes an obligation that all constitutional obligations must be performed diligently and without delay. So, let us not delay in doing what must be done in service and defense of the country and its people in accordance with this constitution. You will understand it to be true that section 38 of the constitution imposes a duty on any person including myself, as a citizen equally entitled to their privilege, rights, and responsibilities of citizenship, and subject to the duties of citizenship. I am a father to two beautiful children that I must father, and the new administration is making sure that this does not happen. I do not father my children. I do not effect change in my country and its people whom I serve and defend, and now time is, has come for you to come down and step down as president as a result of a serious violation of the constitution, serious misconduct and inability to perform the functions of office. You have failed incumbent president Cyril Ramaphosa. Captain Zimasa Mabela, as officer commanding of South African Naval College, you shall ensure that on the second day of January we constitute in terms of section 34 of the constitution and the law at section 101 of the defense act for you have pledged to serve and defend your country and its people in accordance with that particular constitution and that particular law there is nothing out of context that i'm asking you to fulfill remember that south african naval college is public office and that particular public office has a function and a mission to provide quality naval officers through dynamic training. And we shall do that by calling upon the incumbent chief of the Navy and any other person who has made sure that you do not respect, you do not protect, you do not promote, or you do not fulfill the rights in the Bill of Rights. I ask this in the name of the Constitution and the law, which is our manual as soldiers in the South African National Defense Force, and then I do this in service and defense of my country and its people. Do the same thing that I am asking you to do. Let all people come and account. Let us not continue persistently declining to respect, protect, promote and fulfill the rights in the Bill of Rights. That is an obligation imposed in terms of Section 7.2 of the Constitution when you understand that the Constitution is indeed your manual. I cannot be coming to KFC and then be asking them for a furniture shop, for a furniture in KFC. 
I will be going to KFC, look at the manual of KFC and then ask for Streetwise 2 and pay the price of that particular particular, uh, uh, item that I have bought. The same thing is what I am asking you to do. I'm coming you to you in terms of Section 7.2 of the Constitution. All I'm asking is for you to fulfill the obligations imposed in terms of Section 7.2 of the Constitution for the sake of our children. Our- you're drinking Dr. Pepper right now. That's exactly why right. Do, why that, you- that stuff is good. It's got sugar in it. And three, two doctors have told me that if I drink it, I will die. But they died first. <laughs> Everything Mark Curry had. Now Steve got a sitcom where he the principal and he wear a suit. And he, and then he gets this high top fade, making all black men think he got the best lineup in the business. And it's a man unit. Then you ask it, why you not a movie star? I didn't want to be a movie star. This the same Negro that hated on Bernie with this same thing. I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. There are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good over KB and look like Mr. Potato Head. There ain't none. You would have to have a range. I played a lot of characters, 60 movie roles. I'm not playing Cat Williams in there. I don't know, I don't know, Cat. We might not let you drink anymore the way you, you, I mean, we ain't even got. I'm not fueled by alcohol. I've had a sip, less than you. The truth don't need motivation. I'm just saying I can't let these dudes lie. Cedric's sitting here telling you why he ain't a movie star. He over here look like a walrus. You didn't say nothing. He can't even get his arms off his stomach sitting over here. Why I'm can't, not a movie can't, star. Can't, can't, what? It's a situation. We never wrote anything. Remember, when Cedric the Entertainer starts, he's supposed to be singing, dancing, and telling jokes. That's why he's called the Entertainer. Right. We found out he can't sing, can't dance, and doesn't he's write doing jokes. He did four comedy specials. They're so bad, Shannon. They're not available on Netflix or Tubi. Can I say that again for the audience? They're so bad that they're not available on Netflix or Tubi. You don't think Sam's a good a, a good comedian? The world doesn't think that, sir. I have twelve comedy specials. He has four specials that. Me now live from the Attridgeville Correctional Center. Linda, very good morning to you. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, expectations today, but uh, the one thing we do know is that Oscar Pistorius has been restricted from speaking to the media. Absolutely, and we're expecting this import to be a very, uh, you know, strict operation as well, and that uh, maybe members of the media will not even get to even get a glance of Oscar Pistorius as he leaves the Attridgeville Correctional uh, Facility. As you can see behind me, many of the media houses have already camped outside this uh, facility to try and get a glimpse of him exiting this uh, correctional facility which he has spent most of his prison sentence in. You'd recall that his uh, murder uh, conviction was came as a result of Wait a minute. The Pippin, what did that nigga just say? Oh no. Play that again. Alright. So have that money right and we don't mess with the funny type. 
fake ass pimps like money money. Damn, what the fuck? Let me check my palm pilot. Give me that punk soul. It's a full time pimp. I'm warning you, sweetie. Y'all can't beat me. You see when you meet me. And I'ma say it real clear so you niggas understand. Fuck the young guns and both of your fans. Somebody in your camp should have told you to stop it. And now you two rappers getting fucked by a comic. I done been to New York. You niggas ain't a factor. How does it feel to get dissed by an actor? And y'all can't really diss a nigga at all. I made one fucking movie. I'm more famous than y'all. And it'll take more than some young guns to hurt me. I put your mama on the stroller. Bitch ain't but 30. Y'all just got mustaches. How you gon' burn me? Two young gay virgins of Burton Ernie. You don't concern me. Cause y'all ain't hot. Y'all the only girl group Rockefeller got. Matter of fact, just don't say my name no more. And try to keep your CD out the 99 cents. Cause you can't stop, won't stop. Two weak motherfuckers who just need to sit down. Before you get the fuck clown. And if I see you around, I'ma pimp slap you down. And then leave in my gators without making a sound. Y'all really help me out. But y'all ain't knowing. Hey, Chris, tell Neefy his thong is showing. You need to be signing Nickelodeon. You the children's choice. Next time you say my name, put some bass in your voice. Mr. Carter is a pimp. That's why he's got the rock. And got you two young bitches selling cock on the block. You can't stop because you never started. And both of y'all niggas sound plain retarded. Why did y'all get pimp and started? Two young girls who still get carded. One of y'all sucks and the other's garbage. It ain't no secret, it's common knowledge. And I could've let you slide, but I'm too cold-hearted. And I hope you mad enough to realize this. You just got slapped by a fake-ass pimp. Cause you can't stop, won't stop. You weak motherfuckers who just need to sit down before you get the fuck clown. Look, fuck you. Fuck the plane you flew in on. Fuck them shoes. Fuck the socks with the bell on it. Fuck your gay-ass fairy faggot accent. Fuck them cheap-ass cigars. Fuck your yuck mouth teeth. Fuck your hairpiece. Fuck your chocolate. Fuck Guy Ritchie. Fuck Prince William. Fuck the Queen. Being on the stage, the, the, the amount of training we have had, you know, Sidney Poitier, I was very fortunate. In fact, he came to... to uh, uh, no, I talked to him before that, but it, I think it was when we came to Soldiers Play. And he said, you're good. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and, and wow. I, I got a part in a movie in 1986. I called it The Nigga They Couldn't Kill. Oh. Yeah, it, he was supposed to be... Uh, <laughs> he raped a white woman, and they, they, they tried to electrocute him, but it didn't work. <laughs> and he became sort of a, a cult a hero. No, not that one. That was the other awful one. But, and then they tried to hang him, and they tried to do all this stuff. And I had a lot of training day in me. And <laughs> There were some uh, Jewish people in the in the in the audition, and, and I said, yeah. They said, no, it's funny. It's like they hang them and then they can't. I said, yeah. Like you bring some Jewish people into a room and you and you they think it's a shower but it's gas. Oh. And they said, right. I said, right. That ain't funny. Mm. So to me, it wasn't funny about putting a rope around my mf and neck <laughs> either. I made a point. The guy was like, who the hell was this little nigga talking like this? So anyway, make a long story long. I, I called Sydney and I was sick because he told me to call him. If I, you know, I called, I was, I said, man, they offered me $600,000 to play the nigga you, you, they couldn't kill. And he said, I'm not going to tell you what to do. He said, I'm not going to tell you that, Denzel. He says, but I can tell you this. The first two or three or four films you do in this business will dictate how you're perceived in yes. this business. Mm -hmm. So you make a decision. 
You know, he didn't tell me what to do, and I give him credit for that. And I turned it down, and six months later, I got Cry Freedom and got an Oscar nomination. So it could have gone an entirely, you know, you, you never know. Mm -hmm. It could have gone, my whole yeah, career could have gone an entirely different way, well, a different way. Okay, yeah. Davis? And all the Jewish people now, I mean, <laughs> just making a point. But I was dead serious about yeah. that because they were laughing. Everything. Like, oh, no, it's mm -hmm. funny. They electrocute them, and then they, yeah. I could just see the poster with me with a rope around my neck. <laughs> you know, that's, I just had dreams about it. Like, I have a question. <laughs> that wacky guy they tried to kill. <laughs> nigga doing drugs in the ATL, the nigga at least excuse himself, go to the bathroom or some shit. Niggas in Hollywood just do the drugs right in front of you and act like ain't shit happened. You in the middle of a goddamn meeting. They, yeah, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the movie with you and then we're gonna, we're gonna go back. <laughs> Nigga, did you know that I can see you? Nigga, you right there. It's on your nose. Motherfuckers be gay in Hollywood, you never fucking expected. They be having these big ass mansion parties, and the mansion party, the whole mansion is a party, and then it's a separate party in the little rooms. I ain't been famous that goddamn long. I'm excited as a motherfucker to be at the mansion party. You be looking in all the goddamn rooms, and you fuck around and look in the wrong room and shit. Nigga, come here. Come here. Is that two niggas kissing? Is one of them niggas Professor Obi? He came out the closet. He came out the closet. Oh my God, a rubber, rubber. Shut the goddamn door. And I'm telling y'all right now, if y'all don't want to believe it, watch in the next couple of years. They coming after Cat Williams. They come, Cat Williams tell too much truth. They coming after Cat Williams. Caught on tape in a video going viral, comedian Cat Williams allegedly punching a Woodland Target employee. Tonight, that worker is telling his story only on CBS 13. The insulting comments kept reoccurring and keep on, he just came at me. Good evening, I'm Shannon Brinius. And I'm Sam Shane, and now the DA is filing charges after Good that night. attack. Stand-up comic Cat Williams has had a controversial visit to Seattle the past few days, and tonight he's telling us his side of the story. Como 4 caught up with Williams as he was ejected from a South Lake Union hotel around 7 p.m. On Sunday, Williams was arrested after an altercation at a nearby restaurant. Police say he argued with customers and threatened the manager with a pool cue. Williams is accused of then throwing a lit cigarette into a family's car, which hit a woman in the face, throwing a rocket that car and struggling with police officers. A group of fans claims Williams assaulted them after his performance Friday night. Tonight, Williams admitted to us he has had trouble with the law here in Seattle this weekend. He made a string of allegations against police and the media. Then he told us because of his bad weekend in Seattle, he's decided to end his stand-up career. I'm just going to go ahead and announce my retirement from stand-up. I'm kind of done. This is... Um you're not really I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've already discussed it with my kids. I wasn't really going to do it on the Seattle street. I was going to go to Los Angeles and do it in the offices of ICM or Live Nation. But... Williams has proven to be unpredictable, so we're going to watch and see how this goes.
They took my children from me. Yeah, I mean, how I was, terrible is that? I, I did want to ask. Um, the cops, uh, you know, allegedly found some guns and. Yeah, they always find guns. guns I never leave without. My girlfriend. <laughs> I'm on the middle of an interview, sir. <laughs> Sorry about. They found guns and drugs. Now, is drugs. That, that that's what it was reported. Sir, you can look at my paperwork. There was no drugs. <laughs> Weed is not a drug. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, do you think that's uh, safe for kids to be around guns and stuff like that? I mean, I'm just curious. How do you keep this kid safe without guns? They were in a lockbox that the police broke. Oh, okay, yeah. I I'm mean, saying, if the police come in and raid my place and break into my gun boxes, you're going to find guns. But these aren't... Well, I'm not in a gang. What difference does it make? Now, now you, you were actually stopped for this and let go. Because you have a license for no, it, No, right? this is their ninth time coming to my house. The problem was this time they came to my office and took my kids from an office. Not from my house, from an office. So now when I can't have my kids at my office... That's an issue. I must be yeah, yeah, the most terrible black dude. <laughs> because here's the whole thing. You're going to charge me with child endangerment? After I adopted seven children and had them for 14 years in this, in this uh, state? Really? You coming after my kids now? Because it was already a witch hunt. Now you want my babies? Yikes. That's that's wild, man. That's wild, cat. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, shit. I, I'm sure you want this year to go. Thank you, baby. I'm sure you want this year to finish up, man. It, it, do you have any resolutions or something you might do different next year? Yeah, I'm going to be white next time. <laughs> <laughs> In my next life, I'm Caucasian, and I ain't taking no for an answer. Uh, hey, let me explain something to you. Um... I know it's people doing poorly in this country. Yeah. And they shot Trayvon Martin dead for looking kind of like I look. Yeah. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X ended up dead for True. telling the truth. So as a comedian, I don't think it won't happen to me. I think they've thrown me in jail 36 times in 36 months. And I think I, you've never seen me in a court of law. That means they're effing with me. And today, they crossed the line. Because now they took my babies. All right, man. Well, yep. can we... We have nothing to do with open up. You know, there is a party here called Rise. Um, 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 with posters everywhere. Um, um, you guys must ask those guys who's finding them. Because we've got it on good authority that they are foreign-funded. They say foreign country that gives them money. So there is a, a, a country that is forming a party in our country to undermine our sovereignty. You ask everybody about the money, about everything. You never ask Rise, South Africa, where they get the money from. Where do they get the money from? I mean, a person just comes from being a failed editor of a newspaper. And then he forms a party, and the next thing is every corner, including in Guiana. That's a problem. It's a big problem, which them. In defense of our president, we went to parliament and opened an ad hoc committee and said uh, a swimming pool is a fire pool. We have only swimming pool, the Yotat. Say Chincha Sati fire pool, U Minister. U Minister of Police, Ebile Kopenga Selanga Kyoala, Ubona Guti, Lento Bupkoki, Kunzimu explain Bupkoki Kalogu. People have lost their careers because of that thing. Yaya Constitutional Court, Yatisi voter in two two weeks' time, Wabuyum Huen Muhuen, 
get judgment engine wa better president wetu wati is not fit for office samnyamezele and elonto aichuanga ndimu kuti is not fit for office yaibhalwe phansi he caught judgment ilachomi yake umkhwe umkhwe ndiyambona ichomi ngoku bajaiva bobabini andimbazi but umkhwe umkhwe wakhupha i judgment wabasa umsholozi samnyamezele namhlanje uthi akakwazi unyamezele u president wethu ongazange wabethwa i judgment Comedy. R. I Kelly like never went to jail. He's a fucking child okay, molester. Okay, let's never talk about R. He's R. Kelly. He's a child molester. We can't he's ever a, talk about this guy. Saying, he's a child no, molester no, and he no, pees no, on people no. and he can't read and write and he didn't go to jail. I'm a good person. R. Kelly a piece of fucking shit. So piece of fucking shit R. Kelly didn't go to jail for being a child molester and peeing on people and having a human trafficking ring in Atlanta, then I'll be all right. You're about to get me fired from Coachella. It's my first time here. Listen to you right now. Yeah. He don't work. Why are you getting me fired? Because of R. Kelly. They should have booked R. Kelly if they like R. Kelly so much. He would have pissed on somebody in the crowd. Yo, Because he pees on children. The idea that a father does not have an attachment to his child, a fundamental, intense, profound relationship with his child, is very difficult to swallow. And we now know that obviously this is not true. But the attachment relationships a child builds with its mother and father are different. They are just as intense and just as profound and just as influential, but they are different. So when we look at a mum's attachment relationship, it is very much based on nurture. And it's quite an exclusive relationship. So it's very much between the two, between the mother and child, and they're very much turned in on each other. So it's an inward looking relationship. Okay? And it's all about that security, that nurturing security. When we look at dads, dad is also based on nurture. So there's very much a nurturing element there, but there is an additional element. And this is really critical to the dad's role. Because as well as nurture, there is an element of what we call challenge. So rather than it being an exclusive relationship, inward looking, what we see with fathers is they go, I love you, I nurture you, I am your secure foundation. But now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn you around, I'm gonna go, there's the world, and you need to learn how to deal. Hey, what are you doing, man? Shut the fuck up, nigger!